0: Welcome Welcome to to Teen Up, Up, a podcast that digs deeper into the thoughts of teenagers' minds about the wonders of the world.
1: If you're new here, I am your host, Isabella.
0: And I'm Glenn. If you're not, welcome back.
1: Here's a quick disclaimer. If we made any mistakes, please email us and tell us. Thank you. Top Gun Maverick is a sequel to the first Top Gun movie released in 1986. That is 36 years between these two movies, making it the longest record time for any movie between sequels. So, to be honest,
0: I have never seen the first one.
1: It's okay. You know what? Because Tom Cruise has not aged one bit. (laughs) Everybody says that. Tom Cruise top physique like peak physique still at the age of 60 oh wait he's 60 right now i think he's six yeah he's 60
0: well i hope i can look like that when i'm 60 oh my god that is not a 60 person
1: i know like
0: so the background of the film is after more than 30 years of service in the navy so it does recognize the time difference between two movies um maverick or pete mitchell is being a test pilot. And then he was moved to a position to teach um, a bunch of students, a bunch of pilots for a special mission. Mm -hmm. And in this movie, he needs to confront his past and his fear. Well, honestly, okay. It's a great film. It's a great film. True. But it's everything you would think of. Literally. yeah. The story... Zero surprise.
1: Well, yeah, for sure, mm-hmm.
0: tiny bit of surprise at the end, but like overall, you know, Tom Cruise not gonna die. You know, none of them, yeah, die.
1: Like honestly, I feel like this movie is you would everything you would expect from an action movie:
0: a hero, action scenes, fighting, a lot of bromance, and um, let's see, <clears throat> um, difficulties, and you know these type of talks like pep talks before going onto the battlefield Mm -hmm. all that you got Mm
1: -hmm. it but i do like how this movie incorporated all the like the emotional parts into it like everyone's seen the first movie right like i I could just spoil that because if you watch the second movie you know what happens in the first movie right yeah i don't goose dies oh um That is Rooster's father. Uh Uh-huh. I like how the part about Goose dying is still affecting Maverick's life. And how he, you know, his his relationship, like, the dynamics between Maverick and uh, Rooster is shown a lot in this movie. And I think it's just well incorporated. And there isn't a lot of, um, like, even though everything is, like, basically... Imaginable and expected, but I I still like how the movie played out.
0: Um, yeah, I think it's great that they incorporated the first film like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not overpowering, and you can get the new one without watching the old one. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: But still, that like the story keeps going on.
1: Yeah, and it's also pretty cool how a lot of scenes within this movie is recreating whatever they did in the first movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, even just the beginning part where they're getting the planes ready and flying them out from a boat, a ship. I don't know what that's called. It's basically they're recreating the first movie, and it's so iconic, especially for, like, people my parents' age. Like, my dad and my mom has watched the movie when it came out. Like, then it was very popular because of... Because it was, you know, Tom Cruise and just everything about that movie was so new. And my mom and dad watched that when they were really young. And people back then, like, they didn't get to see movies that was filmed within airplanes, you know?
0: Yeah, it was, like, new back then.
1: Uh-huh. And it was just, like, a whole new technique, a whole new era in filmmaking. I don't know if it is. And I
0: have to say... The plane scenes in this movie is truly impressive. I know they, like, shot it in a actual plane, right?
1: Yes, they did.
0: Unlike most movies these days are using computer images. And, you know, as much as I hate to say this, there is a difference. When you see that the scenes are actually shot in a plane, it's kind of, like, more dynamic.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I think... Um a character dies within the movie, correct? Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: somebody died. You don't know who. Now we um, can get back to who died.
1: Yeah, Ice died. Um in the first movie, I know you haven't watched it, but in the first movie, Ice um was the kind of like the antagonist because like he was always like in the way of Maverick. And, like he he's always trying to beat him in flying. And always, like, teasing him. But in the end of the first movie, they ended up going on the same mission and helping out each other. And they became, like, really good friends. And that's why Ice became this, like, loyal. But it's kind of like they developed a really great friendship because they had to go through something difficult together. And that's why Ice is always helping out Maverick whenever he messes up. And that's why he could still be a pilot Mm -hmm. and seeing like did you know that the actual like the I, i forgot the actor's name can't remember anyways the actor for this character ice he he was actually i think he had throat cancer or something oh that's why he can't actually speak and when he did speak within the movie they didn't film his mouth moving because he didn't it was a like a ai sound like, they, they synthesized voice. Like, it wasn't his actual voice. So.
0: Wow. Okay, I didn't know that. That's so cool. hmm
1: And, like, seeing him still pushing through and filming this movie despite his illness, I think that shows a lot about him as, a character, as an actor.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like, it, mm-hmm. this is dedication, you know?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And although I wouldn't, I, I don't know if, Since, you know, he has throat cancer, that he has come to an end in his acting career. I think also this movie showing him dying and giving him, like, a proper military funeral could also, like, be a metaphor towards his ending acting
0: Uh, career. mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: And I think that is really touching. And he's also a great push factor for... Maverick and figuring out his emotions and how he wants to deal with Rooster.
0: Yeah, that is the main conflict of this film. Mm -hmm. I I feel like this movie has a lot of great things and it builds Mm -hmm. up really well. You know, the I really like the 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 scene where he's testing the plane. It's the start,
1: like the Mach ten.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like that just. Shows what kind of person Maverick is. Mm -hmm, And it's a mm -hmm. great thing that you have that scene so the movie is easier to follow.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And overall, I just think that the second movie really wraps it up for the first movie. But it really makes a difference if you've never watched the first movie that you don't understand the emotional parts of the second movie.
0: Yeah, I do kind of get it a little bit because I'm trying to figure out what's happening a lot because i don't know about goose i don't know about ice i don't know the old guys yeah so i'm just trying yeah. to figure out what what happened you know
1: uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. well after the break we'll dive into the filmmaking of this movie
0: Welcome back. And now we're going to talk about the filmmaking of this movie.
1: So, you know how Tom Cruise could actually fly a plane?
0: Actually, yes. Somebody told me that.
1: I know, it's crazy.
0: Um, They told me that Tom Cruise, like, specifically learned how to fly a plane for the first one. Mm -hmm. And then he asked all the other actors and actresses to learn how to fly a plane for this one. And then...
1: yeah. Yeah, I thought this was, like, super cool. They had to, all the actors had to, you know, do training. And the part about, you know, how they, like, the G-Force, how if they reach G9 or G10, they would, like, pass out. Mm -hmm. The actors did have to go through training for this G-Force thing. Because in a video I saw that was talking about this movie... They said that the normal humans can sustain up to G5, which is like, you know, when roller coasters go like up and then kind of like does a circle and comes back down. Mm-hmm. Like that's about the force of G5 and normal humans can sustain that. But beyond that, you have to like train for it. And I think the dedication that these characters, these actors actually did was incredible Um And when they were filming this, they actually did film this within the planes. Like, they had to, I forgot what the other planes that they had to practice flying in, but they did two other plane, like, training, and then they finally got into the F-18s. Like, I know absolutely nothing about planes, but I could tell that F-18 is, like, a hard-to-pilot plane. And they actually did have cameras within the plane i think though they had like six cameras in the plane and since the directors couldn't be in the plane with the actors the actors had to know how to direct themselves and act at the same time wow just absolutely amazing
0: and i feel like it has a lot to do with how camera gears has um improved Mm -hmm. in the past few years okay let me get into nerd mode for a little bit (laughs) sure so before, if you want to have at least, like, an HD video, mm-hmm. th- uh, we're talking about digital, okay? We're talking about digital. Yeah. <laughs> if, if it's film cameras, if it's, like, film, then, oh my god, the camera's gonna be huge. You cannot fit into the, these tight spaces. Mm-hmm. And then, Canon, sorry, it's, like <laughs> like, a little bit of, like, brand thing, but Canon came out with the first, like, digital camera that can shoot HD which is 1080p um, in a small format, which is like, you know, those cameras that I use, Mm -hmm. um, DSLRs. Mm -hmm. um, Those cameras are like small compared to cinema cameras. And these cameras can have like great images. Mm -hmm. So they used this type of new camera that can shoot HD to shot Mad Max Fury Road. Do you know that film? There is a lot of car scenes in it. And they like wrecked, like 12 of them and the reason they can wreck it just like that is because it's cheap compared to cinema cameras which is like millions of dollars
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: and now the camera technology is just even better you don't need like it can just work itself you don't need a person you know pulling focus or whatever yeah Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so i think that is a little bit of background that make this happen especially can see the image like inside the cockpit
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so like what whatever you just said i totally did not understand what you said (laughs) the technology for sure has improved and when i was watching the first movie i was I, i i could not see a lot of the actors faces clearly because the the camera was shaking with the plane and In the second movie, you could tell how much more stable the cameras became and how we could actually see the stress uh, on the actor's face. A lot of the tricks that they did within the movie, I think, do you remember the trick where there were two planes like in the training and Maverick just flew in between them? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that that was a trick that not even people in the military would do without a lot of like training. Did he actually do that move? If he did, that would be really impressive.
0: Yeah, but I don't think he did that though.
1: Really? Wait.
0: But I think it's very impressive that they did it and filmed it mm-hmm. either way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of like using could just using a computer-generated image.
1: Right. But I think this was, the like, the whole whole Tom Cruise idea because he wanted to make it as authentic as possible. And I remember even in the training, they had to train within pools and, like, get ejected out, the, out of the plane, like, the feeling of the ejection. Like, they have to train for that as well. Wait,
0: so they actually got ejected?
1: No, if they did get ejected, like, that would waste the plane's money right like they had like oh stimulators to train for that
0: uh mm -hmm.
1: yeah for safety and they had to practice getting out of the pool blindfolded as well with like all the cloth covering them too like from the parachute like they had to train for all of that but one interview one of the characters said that everything was film Like, it's super hard to do everything that they do within the film. But because of the training they had, everything was really safe. And they understood the risks and everything.
0: I just feel like it's very impressive that they do mm-hmm. it, actually. Because seeing how much our technology has grown, you don't. Like, you 100% don't need to do that.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure.
0: I think it's easily achieved for them to, like, generate the whole thing on computer with, like, mm-hmm. green screen, maybe, or stuff mm-hmm. like that.
1: And just within the studio, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it, like, if you know this going into the theater, like, I personally did not know about this. Like, they did a lot of this, like, actual flying themselves when I went into the movie. I felt super nervous when they had to do, like, the, the climb up the mountain, even you know everything that they did the mission and i didn't know that but now now that i know that if i watched the movie second time it would be even more nerve-wracking
0: mhm mhm definitely yeah and yeah i just it's very impressive and it does okay it does look more authentic
1: mhm mhm for sure
0: cuz it's true i mean the details you just you can't be real but like, isn't necessary like a hundred percent? I don't think so.
1: It's like Mission Impossible, right? Like they did the same thing with Mission Impossible.
0: Yeah, Mission Impossible are also uh-huh. like shot mm-hmm. like with a real plane and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and I I knew that there was like a, a a shot in Mission Impossible where Tom Cruise is like hanging on an aircraft. Yeah, like they yeah. actually shot that with Tom Cruise himself, like not a double.
1: Yeah, not a stunt double.
0: That is impressive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I do have like one tiny regret, though, is that I didn't see it on like IMAX or 4DX or, you know, these special things. Because I went into the theater too late and I can't I can't get the ticket with like limited screening.
1: Same, same. It is same. such a shame. I know.
0: It would have been more exciting. I, yeah. I think.
1: Um, uh-huh. like in the theaters, I watched a, I watched a standard one as well because yeah, I couldn't get the tickets, but I was like clutching my hands type of nervous.
0: Yeah. It's very nervous. Like every moment is very tight.
1: I could only imagine what I would feel like in an IMAX theater.
0: Or 4DX, you know, like when your chairs move with the plane, that would have I been know, fun.
1: I know. Uh... Overall, I think this movie just really adds up the action and the emotion together, um, unlike a lot of action movies that isn't able to get people into tears.
0: Um, so next week we are going to talk about a Taiwanese film called A One and a Two.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode.
0: We will upload a new episode every Thursday.
1: Remember to like, follow, and share our podcasts with your friends and family. You could also share your idea and thoughts with us on our Instagram at teenup.podcast.
0: You could also find us on YouTube, and we will be thrilled if you could subscribe and leave us a comment. Thank Thank you you and bye. bye!